Hello everyone, this is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga Podcast. Lovely to be here with you. Have you been exploring freedom this year? It's up to us to live it and find it within ourselves and around us. We've been looking at how Ayurveda and Yoga can support your experience of freedom in relation to yourself, other people, and well, just about everything. So this month, let's take a look at freedom in society and how practicing Ayurveda and yoga can give you the freedom you desire. First, take a moment to consider where your mind goes if you think about freedom in society. What feelings come up? Do you feel inspired? Trapped? Indifferent? Are you looking for freedom from society? Freedom from the shoulds that you feel society imposes on your life? Are you wanting to do something different from what you think you are supposed to do? It's easy to blame society on a conscious or unconscious level for holding us back from our heart's desire. There are certain expectations we feel we need to meet in, in order to be a good person in the eyes of others. And checking these boxes means that we feel we can't do what we really want to do. And this often will uh, create internal resistance, which leads to adversity and disharmony within families, with friends, and really in entire communities. And we saw this play out significantly in recent times with differing opinions on healthcare. I see many clients who've been ostracized for having strong beliefs that differ from friends and family members regarding viruses, regarding vaccines, and various other aspects of politics and daily life. And this Polarization is based in fear, which often has us ignore and turn away from our true self. There's healing to take place in society. An important thing to understand is that we all lose when we're making decisions based on fear. So that healing needs to be within each one of us. I want to put a reminder here that yoga, in its true sense, is about what we do with the fluctuations and the aberrations of the mind so that we can see when fear is running our lives. The practices then are to take us toward a state of union, a state of union with our innermost self, our our spiritual nature, you could say our spark of the divine in us. And from there we can experience the truth of things and can act accordingly. Freedom through the practices of yoga and Ayurveda is what I teach on this podcast. But this way of living can seem quite countercultural in many parts of the world. Many of our clients experience internal resistance and taking on the practices as a way of living because 
they feel far too different from their loved ones. Making changes can feel really scary, especially when you don't think your family or friends will go along or that they might make fun of you. And communicating these changes can feel really challenging too. But you never know, our loved ones may surprise us. Erica is a client who did our Agni Therapy program this year. And before signing up, she told us that she was really concerned that her family would want nothing to do with it. That they might even make fun of her. But she really felt the program was right for her and went ahead with it. A while later, she wrote to us to say that it's truly amazing how much positive change has happened in my household over the past two months. Looking back, sometimes I still can't believe how far we've come in such a short time. I almost feel like a different person. Everyone's happy, life is smooth, the hurdles are mere bumps that are easily overcome. You know, we, we don't know how other people are going to respond. You know, we can think about it and we can guess. We might have a good hunch, but we really don't know. And when we allow the space for them, in other words, not to close it in with our thinking, amazing things happen. A lot of times it's just simply our own fear of being different or not accommodating others. That's the real issue. So we get stuck in the old ways and go along with things that others do, even though we know that they aren't good for us. But when we're feeling better, our relationships improve because we have more patience and tolerance for others. The ability to see things from another's point of view, to accept them and to accept our differences. There's more harmony in life. It's okay to live differently than others. Especially when living differently allows us to feel healthy in our bodies and minds and vibrant in our daily living. We can have a sense of freedom in a society where we may not feel like we fit in. And this is what the practices can give us. Besides vibrant physical health, You know, we may not be the norm, but what is the norm anyway? If everyone does things just the same, how would we ever evolve as human beings? We wouldn't. So consider then that we may be leaders. Leaders in the process of change and evolution of humanity. It might sound a bit grand, But leadership is really something we show on a daily basis in seemingly small ways. For example, saying no when we mean to say no in relation to certain foods or activities. So really, we're talking about integrity and living according to our values and our heart's desires. But what if you feel confusion about what you really want versus what society imposes? We can start by taking a look at how we see ourselves 
And this is shaped very early in life by what we're exposed to through our five senses of sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell. And this is how we take in experiences and we're particularly sensitive during the early years of life. Most of our patterns are said to be set in those first seven years. And this is not to say that the impressions and experiences that happen after seven years are not significant, too. They are. But everything we expose ourselves to leaves some mark. And some are easy to resolve, and some are deeper and take some time. Claudia, who works with us, has been been here visiting with us for the past month, and we have the honor of her one-year-old daughter, Del, being here too. And when she arrived, Del was just barely pulling herself to standing and making some intentional sounds. She's absorbing everything around her and so observant and satric at the same time. And now in a short time, she's walking with assistance and she has two new teeth to add to the two she already had. And she goes up and down stairs by herself on her hands and knees. And she turns around to go down the stairs. And she did that after being shown one time. So just ponder for a moment how impressionable we are. So if in these early years we're exposed to a lot of rajas, the energy of activity and disturbance, and tamas, the energy of darkness and negativity, then there's disconnection from self that happens, from our true nature. And that leads to us to rely on outside sources for, for our values and for pretty much everything. Common changes in diet and lifestyle, particularly over the past 25 years, have led to a notable increase in rajas and tamas in both children and adults these days. So we find ourselves relying on the norms in society for guidance, while we may not really agree with them. And that can often create the impulse to rebel to seek freedom, the freedom to be ourselves. Now, let's take a moment to look at what freedom isn't. Sometimes we get confused between spontaneity and compulsion. Acting compulsively comes from a desire to satisfy something on the outside and and something on the inside, too. And it often involves urgency and pressure or force. And as I said, it may also involve trying to satisfy something on the inside, uh, such as what's happening with addiction. And this is very different from following an impulse or true spontaneity, which comes from sattva, a sense of balance inside. Freedom is in sattva, the energy of balance and harmony. For those of us who didn't have a particularly sattvic upbringing, the sattva, this energy, is still inside of us and can still be cultivated. 
Taking up the practices of Ayurveda and yoga gives the opportunity to tune ourselves towards sattva and connect to our inner guidance. Then we can experience freedom within, no matter what anyone else thinks or does. And when we're each doing this, freedom grows within us and then within society. So now let's just do a short meditation to clear some energy about being different from others so that you can experience a little more freedom inside. Close your eyes and imagine a chakra person out in front of you, an image of your body that has the seven main chakras from the base of your spine to the top of your head. And then allow little white lights to light up on that chakra person after each of these statements. And then we'll use a sticky rose. Just imagine a rose that's sticky. Let yourself be in kindergarten here. And we're going to collect up all those lights and dissolve the rose. So you're clearing the charge off of these statements for yourself. Okay, so the first one is, I can't be safe if I have a different point of view from others. Notice where it shows up. Collect up all those little white lights. And then go ahead and light a match and dissolve the rose. And take a nice relaxing breath. And the next one is, we all have to think and be alike. If we're not alike, we'll be left out. And just allow those little white lights to light up and create a rose and use that rose to collect it up. And put the rose out in front of you at arm's length and then dissolve the rose again. And take another relaxing breath. And then the third one is, my security is based on what others think and do. And then notice where on the chakra person those lights are showing up. Create another rose, use the rose to collect them up. And then go ahead and dissolve the rose. And then go ahead and dissolve your chakra person. And take a couple of relaxing breaths. And then gently open the eyes. We are all interconnected and each of our vibrations is affecting the others. So now there's a space for a new view of yourself in freedom. And just imagine a rose out in front of you and let that 
represent your new attitude toward freedom. And you could do this with your eyes open or closed. And then let's put into that rose the qualities of sattva. Balance, harmony, ease, trust, clarity. And let's put some playfulness in. And then just imagine, give that rose a grounding cord to the center of the planet. And then give it a big gold sun of high vibration energy. Lots of sparkle. Snip the stem of the rose and then let it go out to the universe to come back to you. And you could add to it at any time. And then open the eyes. Sometimes we think the others are the problem, when it's it's actually our response to them and what we hold on to. These are the things that cause us problems. All of our entanglements, hatred, disgust, and attempts to control, they're are an opportunity to learn more about ourselves. Think of difficult conversations or experiences as an opportunity to face this energy rather than stuff it down and have to come back to it later. The tools of yoga and Ayurveda support us to take these experiences as an opportunity to learn more about ourselves, to learn more about each other, and to learn more about life. To actually be in life. And consider that we all have a dark side or a shadow side. Perhaps so we can see the full spectrum of what's possible. When we feel empowered, we need not dip into it so much as when we feel disempowered or helpless and hopeless, as so many teens feel these days. We can be feeling grounded and peaceful regardless of what others choose. A sattvic relationship with ourselves can bring us peace and a sense of freedom. And when we're able to leave out the resistance, the fear and anger, we can have satisfaction and contentment. It's available to all of us at any time in life. It's inside and it's there for us. We need the courage to participate in life and realize that not knowing exactly what's next is actually what makes life interesting. We never did know, and we still don't know. And this is freedom. And the clarity and harmony one can have with the practices of Ayurveda and yoga offers this to us. If yoga and Ayurveda are fairly new for you, check out some of our previous episodes about the yamas and niyamas, as well as the mahagunas of tamas, rajas, and sattva. I hope it will inspire you to go deeper into knowing yourself so that you can create the freedom you desire. It's really all about coming to know your inner world to live from your true self. True freedom is connecting to your innermost self for guidance 
so that you can move more freely and easily in society. Over time, your outer world will move to match your inner world. And we need to respect this process in everyone. And this is what's possible as a result of the practices of Ayurveda and yoga. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipuli's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.